What's going on guys? If this is your first time tuning into Living Real Driven, welcome. I'm your host Nick Updike and I started this podcast to really help you guys push your comfort zone, get uncomfortable and evolve mentally, physically, spiritually and most importantly embrace that badass version of yourself that you're meant to be whether you believe it or not. I'm going to get you to believe it. So get ready to hear from experts in different industries as well as people that are just like you and me that are pursuing their passions to the fullest and taking that necessary massive action regardless of all the challenges and adversities and punches in the face that they're going to experience on their journey. I'm going to show you guys that living an impactful life filled with purpose is possible. You don't have to settle for that 9 to 5 average life if you're willing to work your ass off and make the necessary sacrifices. No more freaking excuses. If you're ready to dominate life and become the person you're destined to be, get your notes out and let's begin living a real driven life today. Alright, what's up guys? My name is Nick Updike and I'm the host of Living Real Driven. And today, to my right, I have someone who I truly believe embodies the definition of what I consider to be a real driven person, my man. It's great to have you. Bro, such Thanks a pleasure coming. to be here. Such a pleasure to be here. So, I guess to start off, let's take you back in time a little bit. And how about you tell me about how you got into music in the first place? You know, how old were you when you started singing? And did you play instruments? Just talk a little bit about how you first got into it. Most definitely. So, I actually, I started out as a musical theater kid when I was around six or seven years old. And... Slowly but surely, I actually moved into actually listening to other types of music. So I actually really got into a lot of Motown by the time I was 9, 10 years old. So I was listening to a lot of Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson, Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross. But most importantly, like who inspired me the most when I was that young was the Jackson 5 and most notably Michael Jackson when he was... He was my age. He was, yeah, when so he was I was like, prime. oh, I want to be just like that. So I really studied MJ from a very young age. And when MJ passed away in 2009, that's when I really I said to myself, you know, I, I want to carry on this guy's legacy. I think right. that I have what it takes to be that great. That's and awesome. I'm going to keep working on it. And I was just very fortunate to know what I wanted to do at 11 years old. And since then, I've just been running with it. So... I know when I talked to you before this, you were telling me that you had a mentor in your life that really played a large role. Um, will you tell me a little bit about like who this guy was and maybe how he influenced your life and your music career? Oh yeah, most definitely. So there's been a few mentors actually that I've surrounded myself with throughout the years. Um, most notably, my very first mentor was a very, very strong woman and a very splendid vocal coach. Her name is Mary Walkley and she's based out of Miami. And then I met another one of my very close mentors, Rob Stevenson, right. when I was, I want to say, I think I was, I was nine or ten years old. And he and I have always, we've always had this uncle-nephew kind of bond. I've always called him Uncle Rob. And he's just been extremely influential. And he's been extremely influential in, I want to say, I want to say letting me know that everything will be okay and I, I know what's going to happen for you. You just need to keep working hard. You keep you need to keep making new songs. You need to constantly keep listening to, to new music, keep expanding right. your palette. And um, 
he just has the utmost faith in me and to know that he has the utmost that's faith so in important, me. That's so important, man. That's so important. All you need is one person to really have faith in you. And I feel like everything can just form from there. Cool, cool. I'm definitely going to get more into like the mentorship and like how important it is to have a team around you and all that stuff later in the interview. But let's get back to more of your younger adult life. Um, I know for me personally, a lot of real driven people and people who are doing these different things and are pursuing passions and just doing stuff that like most normal kids in high school and middle school aren't doing, they encounter criticism or like people may tease them or just, I don't know, like they kind of stand out. Did you ever encounter this in middle school or high school or even going to college? Probably not college because you go to a music school. But oh yeah, no, there was a lot of that in middle and high school. And looking back, um, I'm gonna say one thing. I think that anybody who scoffs at somebody who's working hard, I think that you know, envy and jealousy is that's all. That's all on the person that is being envy right. or jealous. That's like self-loathing right there. And honestly, like when you're envious or when you're jealous of somebody, that's honestly not healthy. That's that's mental blocks in another person's head. Yeah. Telling them, it's like, oh, maybe I, I can't. You almost feel bad for them. Yeah, it's like. Once you start becoming confident in yourself, then exactly. you start feeling bad for those people that exactly. are you, jealous or you envious. Want, personally, for me, I've always wanted the best for everybody and anybody who's coming to my life. And that's constantly going to stay that way because, you know, if you wish bad on anybody, that's like, what, what is the point in putting your energies into right. wishing bad on somebody when you could be putting your energies into expanding on yourself and meeting people of high vibration you know what i mean so do you know gary v who gary v is i don't know gary v so gary vanderchuk is like a huge influencer he's an entrepreneur he he's done so much stuff but uh basically his whole thing for 2019 is to spread kindness and a lot of people look at kindness as like being weak you know like people you can take advantage of people who are too nice or too kind but gary's saying like Kindness is so important, and it's actually strong. And the people who consider acting with kindness as being weak, they're actually, like, the weak people. Dude, oh, for sure. Let me tell you. So empathy, all that stuff is actually so important. There's a way to be kind to people, but there's also a way to be confident about it as well. Right, of course. And that's so important because a lot of people think, oh, if you're kind, you're not you're confident. You're a pushover. It's like, no. Like, that's the complete opposite. Right. Usually people who are kind are so secure in who they are and what they do that they're willing to share their positive experiences and their positive energy with other people. Right on. And as a musician and as an artist, that's what I think my mission is. That's what my music is designed for right, at so the end of the day, is to make people feel a certain type of way. How do you want your music to make people feel? Like That's such, that's such an important question because you write your music... And I'm sure you have in your mind, like, how you want that music to make people feel inside when they're listening to it, you know, whether it's at a party, in their car, like, whatever they're doing. Of course. Well, I think my main goal as a musician has always been to be the soundtrack to people's lives. Cool. Um, so, as a writer, I write songs that pretty much reflect my mood. You know, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling hot, I'm going to write a song that makes you feel hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, feel hot. Or if... If I'm in a partying mood, I'm going to write a song for the club. You know what I mean? Or if I'm feeling very romantic or if I'm feeling, you know, a certain type of way in my feelings, um, then I'll write a song that really touches on that and showcases that. Okay. And my main goal is, as a writer and as a singer and as a musician in general is to, is to, be, that, is to be that reminder of a certain time and a certain spot in your life. You know what I mean? So 
you're you're driving down the car. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that song. That's uh, "Rap You" by Nick Aquilino. I remember listening to that with my girlfriend in high school back in 2017, 2018. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So, all right, we're gonna move on from the childhood like part soon but i know everyone um encounters some adversities and challenges like on their path and on their journey but what's like one thing you do that always helps you like persevere and get through that shit and like you don't worry about it you just keep your head down you you keep grinding you stay on your path and you don't give up essentially like are there some things that help you do that oh for sure there's so many things that help me to bounce back um so if I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling low or if I'm feeling, ah, you know what, I just didn't really hit that mark with that one performance or I'm just not, I'm just not being able to complete this one song or, ah, man, that, that interview or something that could have yeah. gone better. In general, like if I feel like things could have gone better and I feel like I took an L, um, there's so many ways I could bounce back. What I usually do, though, is I will either throw on the music of the artists and people who inspire me. Right, Such as, movie. I'll throw some Marvin Gaye on, I'll throw some George Michael on, I'll throw some Prince. Um, and really just ground myself in a sense, it's like, okay, you know what, if they could do it, I can do it too. And then I'll actually, I'll go watch some documentaries on these artists and see that, yes, they were able to overcome their adversities in life. And, you know, I should be able to overcome those adversities. Oh, because yeah. what you want to do is you want to... You want to have that same self-respect and say to yourself, I'm capable of doing the same things. I'm a musician too. And through hard work and through perseverance, you can get to that level of success. If they did it, I can do do it. it You got to remind yourself of that. Always. That's, that's how you break. That's how you break the cycle of feeling negative about yourself. Dude, I know McGregor is not an artist, but McGregor's documentary um, on Netflix. It's crazy. I think it's notorious. That's what it's called. Dude. It's so good. It reminds me of that because that man never gave up. He had a vision in his mind since he was literally a no one. Like he was like in like a shitty apartment with his girlfriend, and dude, now look at him. Oh yeah, shout out. He never gave up. Never gave up. Shout out Conor McGregor, by the way. Seriously, I love that guy. He's such a big inspiration. He's a beast. And let me tell you, like being a beast is so important. Yeah, you got to really be confident in yourself and just. That's my word for 2019, by the way. Beast. Beast. All right, but were there any? particular experiences that you remember where you like were like fuck this like you wanted to give up you're just being down anything like that you know what um never give up or like well let me tell you give up are like two words that are not in my vocabulary right and like god help me if i ever get to that point where i say oh i want to give up but yeah, you can't because now i'm in your life so i'll just be like <laughs> you know, get your shit together bro facts <laughs> facts but, no, I've gotten to, like I said, there's those bumps in the road, but luckily for myself, I've surrounded myself with fantastic mentors, I have fantastic parents, uh, fantastic relatives, and fantastic friends. And a team now, too. Exactly. And let me tell you, for anybody who is on the up and coming in anything that you do, whether it be you're an athlete, whether it be you're a motivational speaker, whether you're an aspiring artist, um, always find that core team that will really I think well let me rephrase that so for anybody that's really like trying to make the most of what they're doing and really wants to take their career to the next level and whatever you do um, you need a team behind you and you need a very loyal team a team that's gonna 
understand where you're coming from and how your mind works. Of course. Um, how to pick you back up and really just be your advocate. All right, so tell me a little bit about how important having a growth mindset is for you. You know, like an optimistic, positive mindset that you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. You're going to just bring that life and energy to everything you do. That's like, I think that's the first step. Like that is the most important step in setting goals for yourself is having that type of mindset where it's like, you know what? Like I'm able to accomplish that. I can, I can make that happen. You know, other people have done it in the past, so why can't I do it? And at the end of the day, like I said, you're your own, you're your own best advocate. And you're the only one that's going to actually make it happen at the end of the day. Right. Dude, I'm not going to lie. Like, you're one of the most energetic, like, uplifting, happy people to be around. And that, sh- be. that shit's contagious, too. Like, when you're around someone with this kind of energy, like, you just automatically just, you start feeling better just being in the same area. Thanks, man. I it's, appreciate that. And people, like, people may not believe in that type of stuff, like, the energy, but it's real. Like, and I know you put all that energy in your music and... Shit's killer. Man, let me tell you, like, especially what, what I want my music to reflect right now is I'm 21 years old. Right. I'm having I'm having a good-ass time, and I want people to get in with me and have a good-ass time. You know what I mean? Right like, on. My music's a party right now. You're invited to the party. Come, come have, <laughs> have a good-ass time. I remember you telling me, you're like, dude, I don't know why these people are doing all this introspective shit. Like, we're 21 years old. We're young. Like, oh, we yeah, need to be like, upbeat, you know, happy. Like, I have so much respect for those artists, but no, at the yeah, end of the it's day, it's like, obviously, man, like, but... I want to have fun right now. I think as I get older, maybe then you can experiment into the introspective type of music, but that's once, once life hits you. Yeah. And for me, basically, as a musician, I believe that, like I said, you're the soundtrack to people's lives. So, basically, I'm telling people how my life is right now through song and like i'm just like i want to secure the drip that's what i want to do right now you know what i mean all right so let's talk a little bit about the law of attraction i know you're a firm believer in what you put out into the universe is what you get back um visualization stuff like that so how often do you visualize your goals or do you speak your goals out loud like what do you do to remind yourself every day of like where you want to be like what you need to do to get to where you want to be stuff like that uh, it's that's an everyday occurrence so what I do actually at the top of every year is I make a vision board so I actually I just did one for 2019 cool, yesterday cool. and basically what I do is I write out basically what I do is I write out each and every individual goal I want to hit and then actually on in my I have a I have a journal that I call goals thoughts on life that's the name of the journal oh yeah so I actually I write the goals down there but I write all the subsidiary goals that go under a specific goal. It's like having subplots in a movie that's all part of the general plot. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There's different steps that are going to get you to that different point in the story, course, right? right? So that's the same way with a goal. So, for example, one of my goals is to write write four solid songs by September to maybe put out a new project. Right. I have so much under those four songs and what I want them to entail, how I want them to speak to people, and that's so important. You have to be so detail-oriented. So detailed. So many people write such vague goals and large goals, too. Yeah, but but then how are you going to actually accomplish that goal? Like, you have to have, all right, you want to write four songs, all right, so 
by this date I want to have this one done. But underneath exactly. that song, like, what are you gonna do to get yourself prepared to write that song, or what do you get, what action steps are you gonna take to get there? Exactly. And then they slowly add up so you can reach your big goal. But so many people don't understand that, like you were saying before, people are like, all right, I want to lose. 20 pounds and get to right, 8% body fat. Like, pounds this year. Right, 20 like, pounds this year. <laughs> Next day. like, Or it's like they're at, they're at the gym for a week. It's like, oh, yeah, man, it? I feel so good. Awesome. My first five pounds. Uh, by week two, they're like, man, I don't want some <laughs> Zen burger right now. Dude. And then boom, they just fall right back into the habit. So Yeah, it's so much about discipline, too. It, yes. Discipline. Also, motiv- motivation and reason for your goals. What is your... Dude. What is your, is what is what makes you tick? What is, like, what's your why? Like, yeah. Like, that sounds cheesy, like, but, dude, that's but so your important. Why? Like, you have to attach an emotional reason to your goals that will the actually first. hold you accountable, dude, because if you just put, like, a goal, like, you, like, in a perfect world you'd achieve, but you don't have, like, a, like, an actual reason why you want to achieve that goal, something that will hold you, like, personally accountable, or you can think about that when, oh, I don't want to go to the gym, but, like, you're thinking about, I know Emma Let says like he got sick, and his the guy's like, "Do you want to see be there for your daughter's wedding?" And he's like, "Yeah, of course." Now this man's so disciplined, he goes to the gym all the time. Like you have to have something like powerful like that that like exactly. that you think about. And you're like, "Oh shit!" Like I actually need to go to the gym. It's it's it so important. Anything, where it's like even for me, it's like, "Oh, I need to write these songs because I have a project idea, and I'm gonna make this project idea happen." Yeah, yeah. So. You're in college now. Where do you go to college, first of all? I go to Berkeley College of Music. All right. That's in Boston. So, as a college student, you're a junior now. Um, as for, like, distractions, do you find there's a lot of distractions that pull you away from your work, like partying or just schoolwork and stuff like that? And how do you manage your time and still get all that, your music done, like your songwriting, like your traveling, like content, stuff like that? Bro, it's so important to have a social life because let me tell you, the social life is going to be the basis somewhere you want to write songs and that it's basically your life and how you live it outside of what you do, that's going to inspire what you do. Right on. So, yeah, like I'll go to a party or two and have a good time because that's that's who I am as a person. And those are going to be the people that support you too. Exactly. So if people like you and they're connecting with you, they're going to listen to your music. 100%. 100%. That's facts. So... Yeah, at the end of the day, everything can be done in moderation. You just need to constantly remember it's like, oh wait, I had I had that specific goal or that specific deadline set for this weekend. I'm going to have to sacrifice going out. Right. Because I feel like all the greats in the business, they've made sacrifices, but those sacrifices will make getting to that specific goal feel so good at the end of the day. Right. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's something I struggle with a lot is balance, finding balance in my life because I'm such like I'm such a type A guy who's just like wants to like, keep doing work. This, I'm I'm ne- like, it's never like enough. So I really have to remind myself to be present in the moment, like enjoy the journey. Enjoy the I'm, journey. Because I'm like, I'm always thinking about the future, like where I want to be. Same. If you think like that, though, you get yeah. depressed. Yeah, dude. And, and you get anxiety. You're thinking about the shit you have to do. you the process of, oh, man, like I'm not where I want to be right now. Right. By the time you get to where you want to be, you're going to be like, exactly. I totally forgot what that felt like. But if you're enjoying each step along the way, enjoying the downs, enjoying the ups, enjoying like everything, then, dude, you could do it forever, honestly. Exactly. That's, that's how you keep reinvigorating yourself to right do better. On. Just tell me like how your mentor influenced you. And yeah, like I know you told me he taught you like a different style of music that you really like and you've incorporated that 
like your whole life to so just oh, talk yeah, about that. For real, for real. Um, so basically, I think that having that circle of mentors that that I've established, they've grown with me ever since I've I was young. So they've they've been with me through all the different phases of my journey so far, <clears throat> and it's so important to me that they've always encouraged me to keep going and to keep experimenting, to keep striving. Right. And when you have a team around you as well, so I have I have my own person who I produce my vocals with as right. well. And I'm a firm believer in yes, like it's cool to do everything yourself, but at the same time you need that you need those extra you need those extra voices telling you, you know, oh, I think you could do that even better. Cuz at the end of the day what you need to do is you need to surround yourself with people that want to lift you up. And I think I've I've done a great job of that so far. And I wouldn't be where I am today without those those people that I hold so so close to me. Of course, man. I totally agree. You need those outside opinions. And you need people that are going to be honest with you and actually tell you, like, the truth, like, man. Don't because that's, that's so, don't that's so rare, me. man. Don't BS me. Tell exactly. me straight up what's going on. Yeah, I'd rather hear, like, a brutally honest opinion that's true so I can, like, you know, take that in and then make changes and learn and grow from of it. Of course. And someone who's lying to me and then I just get kind of screwed over and I'm sure you feel like see the same thing oh, yeah. and feel the same way. So for example, like I come up with all my vocal arrangements myself mm. before I go into the studio and lay them down. So I'll basically I'll come in with my arrangement and stuff like that and my co vocal producer will get will get in the studio and he'll be like, Yo, that's not good And that's a perfect example of right. it's like, yo, you he he never says like that's not good. He says you can do that better. Yeah. And that that turns the switch on. It's like you know what I can, like right I on. am a beast. I can get there. I can do that better. Dude, and it's so important. It's so important to rise to that challenge too. You always need people in your life that are pushing you to do better, pushing you because if not, like you become stagnant. I mean, dude, we both are super motivated, driven ass people. And that's just but, from ourselves. Yeah, but, that's just from ourselves. But when you have that extra that factor. That, that mentor for you and your team that are also encouraging you and telling you, like, dude, you can do this. Like, you can do better. Like, your confidence, just everything is just boosted to another level. I also believe it's important, though, that you have people around you that will humble you, especially because right sometimes I get this way, too, where I'm at the top of my game and I feel like I'm really hot. Like, I could do this. Like, there's nothing stopping me. It's important to have your team and people that – it's important <clears throat> to surround yourself with people that are willing to also humble you. When, when you need it. Right. Because I believe it, a key to happiness, especially when you're at the top of your game, is to stay humble and to always welcome everybody around you. Happy, that... happy, humble, and hungry. Those are the three H's to live your life by. Happy, hungry, yep. Especially when you're up, you got to remind yourself to be humble, be grateful for where you are, not to get way too cocky. Of course, like some confidence and cockiness is important, but then when you're low, you got to be hungry. But, you know. Oh yeah, and then a big a big point of that too is staying hungry while you're at the top right, because right. there's gonna be a lot of people. Some people that take their take feet your, off the gas, man. Some people you can't take, take your, your feet throne. off the gas. And it's like, no, you can't have this throne. This is my throne. I'm gonna stay hungry and keep this throne. Oh yeah, dude, I totally agree with that. It's January second, two days after New Year's. What are your biggest goals for five years and ten years? Like, where do you see yourself? In those times, personally, in five years, I see myself leading the charge and bringing pop, R&B, and funk back into back into mainstream music. So basically, I'm gonna be that guy 
in five years. That icon where it's like, oh, that's Nick Aquilino on the radio right there. Oh, that's his sound. It's crazy. Right. And people people remember that. Or it's like, oh, Nick Aquilino wrote that song for that person. Or, oh, that has Nick Aquilino production all over it. So I want to be that go-to guy. And at the same time, I also want to be a very charitable person as well and give back a lot of the wealth that I hopefully right. amass. So important, man. It's so important. It's all an energy exchange, too. Exactly. So, on top of that, I also, I would love to go back into TV and film. Um, I also, in my, in my spare time, I actually, I like to screenwrite. Really? And I have, like, a few ideas for maybe some movies that I would like to direct. <clears throat> maybe that's, maybe that's in ten years. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is, too, back to music, is I want every single one of my projects to tell a different story. Because... I'm not going to be the same person that wrote yeah, Shortstop yeah, yeah, at, at 20 years old going into 21 years old. Yeah. I'm going to be a totally different person by the time I'm 26 For sure. or 30 For sure. at that at that point. Yeah. So there's also going to be different genres of music that I'm going to experiment with too. Like right now I'm really into uh, 80s, like 1980s and early 1990s R&B and pop music. And who knows where I'm, where I'm going to be in terms of 20, 2030, you know, I might be right. making, might be making jazz or I might <laughs> be making know. some psychedelic soul music. You never know where the influences are going to come from, oh, but yeah. that's a beautiful thing. That's going to keep you reinvigorated where yeah, it's excited, like, man. It's, yeah, things don't, get boring. Don't like tell still, the same story. Like, don't tell the same story. Go to an even higher spot. Dude, it's so, it's exciting just to think about it, but like, so, so many things could change, man. For like sure. you said, like you could be directing, like you could do be doing anything yeah it's that's the beauty of it never um, limit yourself never limit yourself this, I always say like I watched this one interview with Swizz Beats and he was saying you know a lot of people say the sky's the limit why don't you just break the sky and go go off into space like there's yeah. there's a whole void of space you gotta believe there. it though too like oh yeah yeah if you don't believe like you're limitless you can do anything like that's the problem so many people have that that lack mindset that fear exactly. mindset but you can literally do anything with your life that you want to do. Yeah, and if, you can start. If you believe anytime. it, and you start, and you start taking action, like anything can happen. That's one word: start. Start. Literally. Start. You can start like right one now. One brick at a time, and you can get anywhere. And that's the problem. Like so many people just don't actually believe that they can, they can do anything. No, and <laughs> that's true. sad because you can. Yeah. You're so capable of that. All right, bro. We need to, we need to go back again, and talk about how. You're able to go out and like perform in front of these crowds and stuff. And tell me about like your nerves and do like obviously I would get really nervous. Like public speaking has always been a fear of mine. Like I'm super adventurous, do all this stuff, but when it comes to public speaking, for some reason, like I always get those butterflies, I get anxious. How are you able to cope with that and not even cope with it? Like you excel through that shit. So you know it's really <laughs> funny. I feel like we all have we all have things that we need to get better at. For example, I actually get nervous and self-conscious when I'm on a camera, and I'm not afraid to admit that. That's just that's just a bridge that I need to get over. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. You don't seem very nervous right now. Oh, bro, trust me. I'm you always you I'm always thinking about what to say, what's yeah. the most respectful way to get it across. But with regards to performing in front of people, that's like I feel like everything that I've gone through in life has prepared me for the big performances that I've been doing lately. So, I just, I just remember that people came to see me succeed. 
And, um, you know, haters are going to be motivators, and there may be some haters out there, but for the most part, people just want to see you do well. And it's like, wait, yeah, people don't want to see me suck on stage. They want to see me go out there and make them feel fantastic. So do you have, like, a little routine you do before you go out and perform? Like, when you're in the back, like, before oh, they yeah. call your so, name okay, and shit, so like, what's I, going through your mind? Oh, bro, so what I do is I listen to I listen to a lot of, like, dirty hip-hop. I don't know, I just get, <laughs> that gets me going. Yeah. I, so I listen to a lot of dirty hip-hop, and then um, from there, uh, I say, I am my best self, three times. Like a mantra? I say, I am my best self. And then I'll actually listen to some of my influences before I go on stage, and maybe I'll watch a video of them performing literally five minutes before I go mm-hmm. on stage. Then I'll put my phone down, and then by the time it's, it's time to call my name, I'm ready. Let's do oh, it. Oh, yeah, man. And I try to, like, I'm trying to picture, like, how it would feel after singing at American Airlines Stadium for the Heat. Like, how do you feel when you're finished singing? Or even when you're just, like, getting up there and they're calling your name. Yo, Nick Aquilina. <laughs> oh, bro, that's, Let's go. that's the best feeling. It's like, oh, that's my name. Yeah. That's, I'm here for this. That's what I'm here for. You right. know what I mean? It's like, and then once you, you're done and you know you've done the best that you could, mm-hmm. and you know you got your point across when you hear the applause and You just must feel thunderous. so like, relieved, but like, just happy and like, oh, yeah. fulfilled. It's like, it's like man, like, let's, like, let's, let's go to a strip it's club. It's like winning, like... <laughs> Alright, so I know a lot goes into creating, producing, writing, everything that the final composition of song, a lot goes into Oh yeah. A lot goes There's into the so final product. So can you just elaborate a little bit on some of your techniques to get that creative flow going so you can start writing and of just course. tell the audience a little bit about like what goes into actually writing a song? Because I honestly didn't know before I was really talking to you. Oh yeah, so I, ha- I have my own little formula which I use to write all my songs. So what I do is I go to my Word document, which is basically a massive bank of song titles. And I believe that song titles are first and foremost, that's like the key to writing a good song is having a good title and a good subject to work off of. Because I also feel that when people see a cool song title, they're hooked and they're like, oh, that's peculiar. I want to listen to this song. And that's 50% of the battle is getting somebody to listen to the song. Right. So a catchy title is only fitting to me. And is that something you just like, you think of whenever you're out, like you just hear a catchy song title and you just jot it down in your notes and then transfer it? Or, All the time. Or do you sit All down the time. and like All the come, time. try and come up with There's sometimes too I'll have a melody and I'll be thinking of the title in my head and I'll be like, oh, that's cool. So I'll whip out voice memos. Right. And I'll be walking down the street and I'll sing in voice memos <laughs> and then expand on the idea maybe when I get back. Oh, yeah. So first and foremost, there's melody that comes next and I'm a singer. Uh-huh. So... Um, that comes pretty naturally to me. And I will sit and make sure that that melody is detailed-oriented and as catchy as possible. Uh, also, a big a big pet peeve of mine in regards to my own songs mm-hmm. is if I feel like I can't perform a song at Rock and Rio of mine, then I don't think it's a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. And then from there, I will sit down and I will come up with lyrics after the melody. And then chord progression will follow. Then I'll go in and experiment on the drum machines and make sure that um, make sure that the drums sound good and the drums are very ear catching. Right. And then from there, I'll be like, okay, I think I hear some guitar. I'm gonna bring in a very very good guitar player and see what he can come up with and lay down on the arrangement. And then from there, the song will basically take shape and whatever instruments that I foresee mm-hmm. in the song, I will call upon and make sure that they are in the song. Right. 
And from there, that's how you're that's how you're painting the picture. That's how you're bringing the product to life. Dude, yeah. And then I'll go in the studio and I'll lay my vocals down. And that's but usually the last thing. I know you're not afraid, like, if you're stuck on a song or something, I know you're not <clears> afraid <throat> to reach out to your team or a good friend of yours or a producer or something and, you know, get some feedback on what your music, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if oh, you of need course. help with writing a song or something, you're not oh, afraid to reach out for help. Oh, no. Honestly, I think that in, I think that bringing in the help and bringing in people that are, you know, more experienced than you is so important because not only will they show you how to keep getting better, but it constantly, it feeds, it feeds that sense of me wanting to get better. And it's a different perspective too, I'm sure. Exactly. It's a totally different perspective. And <coughs> that's a game changer when you have, you know, two people in a room. So what I like to do too is, for example, I like to come up with a lot of my vocal arrangements before I go into the studio. Mm -hmm. So I will go into the studio with these ideas and the person who I produce my vocals with um, he'll be like, you know, that's sweet, but I know you can do better. And just by saying that, that sparks your brain to go, wait, yes, I can. I will rise to that challenge. I will rise right to that on. occasion. Yeah. All right. So there's one question that I like to ask all my guests that come on Living Real Driven. And that is, if you were to give advice or encouragement to someone out there that's listening that is, you know, having a hard time fully immersing themselves in their passion or their vision of themselves for the future because they're afraid of what others might think, they're afraid of failing, they're afraid of what their parents may say, you know, and they're just really hesitant to go all in on their venture, their, like, their passion. It could be anything. It could be like going to art school, doing this, becoming, I don't know, a singer, songwriter, you know? What would you tell that person? I would, I would, so I would tell that person to... To dream, to dream big. Right. First and foremost, it's to remember that other people have done it too. So yeah. why can't you do it? That's exactly. been that's been a huge motivation for me. And also, who cares what other people think? <laughs> who cares what other people think? <laughs> no, like at the end of the day, who cares what other people think about you? Because jealousy is. What I like to call that's like self some somebody else that's their problem that's that's self loathing right there that's right. them being mad at themselves because they've put mental blocks in their head saying that they can't do what they want to do right while you could be that person to have no mental blocks and say you know what I'm gonna keep going regardless and also my my big message too is like I said start any time and remember that. You're you're so you're so powerful in what you can do. Like right. the fact that let me, let me rephrase that. The fact that we are able to make the choices to go the distance and be the best people we can be, like that is some powerful shit yeah. right there. Like we can do that. We just have to. You just have to take action, you know, and believe in yourself. Exactly. So those those are some words I have to say. And do not be afraid. Um, there is no such thing as failure. There is only learning and there is only getting better. And also right. the word fear shouldn't be in your vocabulary. It shouldn't be. It's real though. For me it personally, is. like taking that first step, that was like the hardest thing for me because I was always so afraid like what my peers would think. I'm in a fraternity, so like those kids, like what they would think of me, like doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah, and just, nah. There's just so many like things, but dude, like once you put yourself out there and you start doing it, 
Like, you would be so surprised at... You'd be so surprised at how, how many supportive people yes, dude, there yeah. are out there. Obviously, like, you're going to have your haters, like, those people who, like, discourage you, do whatever. But like he was saying, dude, those people yeah, aren't like those happy people, with themselves. Those people like, aren't those, doing the most. You should like, feel bad for those people. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a great answer, though. Yep. Stay humble, stay positive, and remember that you just need to be a being of high vibration at all times, and good things will come to you. We're right just on. driven. Dude, thanks my for man. being on the show, my man. Of course, it's always a pleasure. Dropping those value bombs. That's it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it and were able to take away some tremendous value from it. Now, I want to remind you that knowledge is only power if you make the effort to actually take action and implement it into your daily life. I can assure you, if you just listen to the podcast, take zero notes, and don't make an effort to take the practical tools we provide you and put it into daily practice, 90% of the info will be out the window within a week. Guaranteed. It's just how it works. So do me a favor and review your notes to see how you can implement what you just learned from the podcast. It will help you tremendously. So as a bonus, every week I'll be picking one person on Instagram who screenshots the podcast and tags at real underscore driven to give away one piece of RD merch of your choosing. Hats, shirts, whatever you guys like. So with that being said, I hope you all have a kick-ass day and I'll see you next time.